Okay, so we're starting Daftes at the uh, fourth line down of Daftes. Masiv Avua Dishmuel Lerafuna. Okay, so the father of Shmuel asked the question to Rafuna. Echad Chatas Haov, Vechad Olas Haov. Okay, both Chatas and Ov and Olas Haov. Shemolkan, that the Malika happened. Just a question. What? Who, was the, the father of Shmuel not an important guy? Did we all mention his name? No, there are, that's a very good question. No, uh, it, uh, clearly, Abu the Shmuel, he's quoted Must many times. Somebody, yeah. He was a Chashav Tana in uh, Amora in his own right. and uh, But he's always called Abu the Shmuel. And because sometimes that is the best covet that you can give somebody to be called Abu the Shmuel. And uh, that's a, I remember my Rosh Shiva pointed that out, is that, is that uh, that's like the best blessing that somebody can have, that his, that his claim to fame is that he's the father of so-and-so. You know what I mean? Like, the, yeah. wow, that says a lot about you when right. you have such a special son. So that's the... That's the no, they don't say, um, yeah. that's your portion. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> so they don't say, yeah. Okay. Which, on that, I'll just My Rashiva, Rav he was saying uh, yeah. about, uh, anyway, yeah. yeah, anyway, that's the story. So now you know. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's a copy. Oh. Let me tell you a little story. Yeah. Since we're finished so early, we came to Israel one day, and Amy was talking to one of the guys. He's supposedly a relative of us. Yeah. So he said, I'm so and so. I'm the mother of my son, so and so. And then she said, and I'm the grandmother of, oh, of who? Oh, of, that, of uh, Ari. Ari, oh, yeah. Now you became very famous because you're the grandmother of Ari. Okay, there you go. Oh, so yeah. now you find yeah, uh, the same old stuff. Grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too late. <laughs> Never too late. You still have a chance. All right. Okay. Right. Saba de so and so. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, so Masavahuda Shmuel Ravhuna, he's asking on Ravhuna. Remember, Ravhuna is the one who said that the Mitzoy is like extra credit. You don't need the Mitzoy. All you need is the Hazar. That's done enough. And this is the quote. Okay. Echot Chatasov, Echot Olasov, both Chatasov and Olasov, Shemolkan, we did the Maliko. Umitza Daman, and you squeezed out the blood, Chutzim Koman, outside its proper location. Puzzle, Vemba Kares, it's Puzzle, and there is no Kares. Chutzis Manon, and if you did it, Chutzis Manon, meaning you had in mind Chutzis Manon on that. Pigol, Vechemenel of Kares, it's Pigol, and Ubechav Kares. Now, Ktani Mihas, Mitza Daman. Isn't that seem to be that the squeezing is the key thing? It's not the Azar, or not only the Azar, but you also have to do the Mitzvah, because it's focused on the Mitzvah. So Humosav of Mitharkla, he raised the question, he gave the answer, Litzdodin Tani. It's talking Litzdodin. Rashi explains that uh, what it means Litzdodin is that um, basically, um, but the Malkan is going on both Chatasov and Olosov. But the squeezing of the blood is only going on Olosov, because indeed by the Olosov, you have to squeeze the blood. Okay? Because uh, there is no sprinkling of the blood of the carbon Ola. Ola. Doesn't happen. Okay, so it, just has, it, is. Okay. it just has a squeezing. 
So it's the the Malika is going on both, and the Mitzvah is going on the Ola. Oh. So don't worry about it. Okay. And since we put both of them in one boat, one description, so that's why it said Mitzvah, but it's not a requirement for um, for Chatasov. Gufa. Going back now on what we've quoted earlier. He says that it's if there is leftover blood, not that there needs to be. Okay. But there's another quote over the school of Rabbi Shmuel in Perikezel Mekoyman, Rashi says, that Shirayim are ma'akvin, meaning it's ma'achlokas, whether you need to have leftovers. And he said, the same school of Rabbi Shmuel says over there that the Shirayim is ma'akvin. You need to have something left. And Rabbi Shmuel's basically opinion over there, that's the school of Rabbi Shmuel, is that chatas requires a mitzvah. So what's the deal? Here he's saying it's not required. There he's saying it is. So my answer is you're right. There's two versions of the what is uh, Rabbi Shmuel's opinion. One opinion is that Chatasov must have a mitzvah, and the other opinion is not, and that's the answer. Okay, brings us to the new Mishnah. Now we finish with Chatasov. Moving on to Olasov. Olasov Molimba. When is the Mi'ila of Olasov kick in? Mishok Once it's been sanctified as such. So you have a bird, you have the, the pigeon dove, whatever, the turtle dove or the or the or, or Yona, whatever it is, pigeon, and you makdish it to be a korban Olasov. Immediately there kicks in a din mi'ila applicable to that bird. Nimlaka, once you do the Malika of the Ola, Hukshara Lipasel Bitful Yom. Now it becomes Hukshar to become puzzle by becoming a Tvul Yom. Subject by coming touched by a Tvul Yom, like we mentioned before. Mitzadama, you squeezed out the blood, like we said by Olasov, that's what you gotta do. Then you're going to be chayav for pigonos v'tamei. Why? Because you finished the process. But here, the mi'ila remains. The reason why the mi'ila remains is because no part of it is going to the kohen. This, after all, is the olasov, which must be completely consumed on the mizbech. What happened? When does the mi'ila fall away? Until it's taken out to the beis adeshen, to where it needs to be. Um, the the beis adeshen is uh, basically where you take all the, you know, the, after the ashes, after it's already turned to ash, you take it out. Okay. Par, that's the din for Olasov. Pariman Israfim. What about Pariman Israfim? Those are the, uh, the, the bulls that are, that are uh, basically, they're completely destroyed, completely burnt, and their blood actually doesn't even go on the outer Mizdech at all. Nor does the murim go out on the outer altar, but what happens is, is that the blood goes on the inner altar, mm-hmm. and then it gets burnt. So parman esrafim, yirman esrafim. There's like a yom kippur. Malin bahen mishoktish. When's the din ila kick in? Once you sanctified it. Nishkato after you slaughtered it, hokshuli pasal bitful yom. Then it becomes prepared that it become invalidated by a tful yom. Like we said, that's what happens as soon as it becomes Shach Nishchat. It's subject to the laws of Tumah, and therefore it can become even affected by, tful, by touch from a Tvul Yom or Bukhus Kippurim. 
and it also is affected, like the clock starts ticking, you can't leave it overnight anymore, because it was brought. Process was started. Who's the Daman? Once the blood was sprinkled on the Mizbeach HaPnimi, on the inner altar, that means you actually brought the Korban to fruition. Omalimban, the Me'ila will, of course, remain uh, even in the area of ash, because that's where it's actually burnt. It's the Sreifa happens in the same place where they carry out the ashes to outside the base of Migdosh. Atiyatich habasar till the flesh is completely charred and it lost its form, basically. Um, the right here shows Beit Adeshen is the bottom of the canvas. That's picture. not the base of Adeshen. But that's, that's what the, the picture shows right here. I know, that's the makam of the Trumas Adeshen. Okay, that's that's relevant day. for the so next halacha. Yeah, yeah, it's relevant because it's next to the mizbeach is the place where the trumas adeshen. That's, that that's not the place the of the, the, the. Yeah, but that's not the place of the otsas adeshen, and that's not what we're talking about at this okay. jo- at this point. We'll get to that mo- okay. momentarily. Next is the carbon ola, regular ola, animal. Okay, not ola sof. So ola molim bamishovdisha. Same thing. It starts as soon as you sanctified it. Nishkata, once you slaughtered the Akarbanola, Hukshirli Pasabitwal Yomukhazbikapur Mabalina, you started the process. Mm-hmm. It's now subject to Tumma, because it's not a living animal anymore. And therefore Twil Yom Khazkapur touches it will make it Tame, make it not Tame, but puzzle. <clears throat> it's also subject to Lina at this point because the process has been started. Mishin Israq Dhamma, once you did this Rikasadam of the Olas Behima, Chayavan Alim Mishum Pigal Nos Vitami because the carbon's been finished. But ve'in malimpa, there's still. Um, uh, I'm sorry, ve'in malimpa It it remains b'meila, but the oros, the the hide, since the hide actually is given to the kohanim and it's not the portion that's burnt, so there's no din me'ila on the hide at this point. Aval malimpa basar, but the flesh, since it needs to still be burnt on the mizbeach, still retains a din me'ila on it. until they take it out. To the base adeshen outside the base of migdash, the makom adeshen. That means when it's been turned to ash, and it gets so full that they have to remove it. Does the term okay. kohen also apply to oh, if what? A, if kohen wanted to eat chicken at a barbecue at home, it wasn't uh, korban. Do you call it an oaf that's not Sanctified. Chulin. Chulin, yeah. Chulin applies to anything. Not just right. Chulin is, right. is non sanctified. Yeah. Right? Well, what? Grain or produce. Anything that's anything. not sanctified. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's all it's of not it. a special term yeah. for oh. The pariman is something no. you what? burn, even the skin, I mean, the, the hide too, everything. Correct. That so is don't correct. Take my part, Only nothing. the one that you take the hide off is the Ola. Ola oh, okay. Abeima. Of the completely so consumed things. On the things. Ola, they, they cut it apart to pieces too, right? Of course, you cut yeah. it up. Cut it right. up. There's a whole process. They, they skinned yeah, it. Skin After it they skinned it, it, they cut it up. They clean it, they wash it. And then they washed it, they, they carried up the meat. But up on, the, the, on the Parima and Safim, they do nothing. Just short, short on it, get the blood, and then... Sprinkle the blood it. on the inner back, and then and take the whole animal out and burn and it. Burn it outside the unit. Exactly. But this, this, oh, this is an Ola we're talking about. Yes, regular ola. So why? Yeah. How come the hide is, is, is That's the it? that's the part that's not that we understood that that's the that the the meat is what the, is what's required to be burnt and not the hide. It's a, I think it's 
a diuk in the psukim, if I remember correctly. The intestines are also taken out in that room. The intestines of the ola. Of the ola, I think you're right. The bird, yeah. No, they took out the Not the bird, the bird also, the crop they removed also. Yeah, the crop, yes. No, they cleaned the whole animal. Yeah, they washed it. Yeah, that's what he's saying. They washed it. Clean it. So what happens to the highs on computers? It's coin. The coin that brought it gets it. It's That's what we said. I remember. The coin has like a a side leather business from the olas, right? He also got the hides of the chata sauce. That's pasha. I knew, but I thought the ola was totally. No, 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 no. Including the ola. Whatever shechtens get the ola, get the skin. That's the only thing that can benefit from, right? The hides. In the ola, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Also, the puzzle between Yom Chosik Kippurim Uvalina Nizrak Daman. Now, the two loaves of Shavuos, okay? What's their status? Oh, you jumped on this. Okay, fine. I did it. I just, oh, I, I skipped it. That's fine. That's fine. You ate it up. Oh, you're right, right. I, I jumped. Okay. Again, they're also Kachim, so they're from once they've been slaughtered, hokshirly possible to Yom Chosik Kippur Mubalina. Okay? That's the same as before. Nizrak Daman, once you do this The meat of those carbonos are actually eaten by the quinum, so there's no meal in the meat. But the portions of the meat, of the fats that have to go and be burnt on the altar, that remains and and has a meal on it. When does the Imurin's meal fall off? Until you take it out. Okay. Next, Shteh Moving on to the Shteh Alechem. Mo'alim ba'en, that's the, from Shavuos. Mo'alim ba'en mishok t'shu, Emila kicks in once you're makdashit. Karmu b'tanur, it's been, the, 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 you put it in the oven and now it turned brown like, like it's baked, right? So that's the first stage of finishing of the baking. Okay, karmu is like when the, the color changes to like a darker color. So hukshurli possible to yom of mukhsikipurim. Now it's already edible. Once it's been edible, so then uh, it's subject to uh, Thomas Ochlin, and therefore if a twil yom or khuzikpurim touches it, um, it's subject to that din as well. They take out a valina here. Okay. Vilishkot Alayana says and it also creates the allowance. Now we are allowed to bring the karbanos, which are the two rams that connect to the Okay, um, and now we can bring the shchit to do the slaughtering of those kabbanos. So you have to wait till it gets brown, till it's baked. That's the first stop. That's where it gets baked. Okay, once the zrikas dam of the kvasim, what happened? Those the two sheep, whatever. It's kibzeh zeres. I'm sorry, it wasn't a ram. It's a sheep. Um, now it's already finished. So the chiyu for pigol nosavatami will kick in onto the ishtel lechem. The aim by meila, but the meila falls off, and that's because now it can be eaten. Okay, lechem upon him. What about the showbread? Let me ask another question on this one before you go on those two lechems. Yeah, when they are finally when they became brown, I mean when they cooked them and the the face gets gets browning, gets baked a little bit. At this point. Uh, the shechtin and the two sheeps already are not yet. Yes, yes, that's when they did the shechtin. That's, the that's what. That so was, they wait till that point. And right, that's you can't shecht before. Okay. They bake it first. Once it's baked, 
Now that we're going to shecht it. Then they can, that allows the shechting to take okay. place. So between, but with the time between the bread gets to be brown and the shechting, at this point there's meila on it, correct? No. The meila no. starts. The meal started in the beginning. Before? Before you even baked it. You're, ma- you're maktish it. But mid you maktish the two sheep? Oh. Not the sheep, the bread. The, the bread, I understand that. The bread, the minute you start maktish the bread, it becomes meal. That's right. right. So, now, the bread is being baked. And as soon as it becomes brown, I mean, it gets hard on the outside. At this point, you get shechten the animals. But doesn't it say from this, if between the time you shechten and the bread is done, there's a gap of time. Okay. At this point, do you have meila on the animals where they're still alive? Oh, we're not even talking about the animals. Okay. I'm talk, because it's you talk about shtek vasim. No, you know, we're talking about the shchot the mam. Okay. Yeah. The 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 yes. So we are talking the next day. No, because no, we have to realize. No, you're wrong. Let me explain. We're focused, right? You're, 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 the focus is always the bread. What's the status of these shteilechem? When does the meal kick in? When does the meal kick off? When does the when 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 does if its effects happen? At which point in this situation? We're focused on the shteilechem. Now, some of the processes of the bread. Changes uh, when is the bread's finished? It's depend. They're connect. Being it's a package deal, it's connected to the kesayatzeres. So the zrikas dam of the kvasim is what finishes the process of the bread yeah. that takes off their meila status. So yeah. the reason why we're mentioning the sheep over here is for the purpose of, of the, the bread, and not of the bread, because it affects the bread. Okay, that's all. Our focus right now is the bread. Is the bread? Those kesayatzeres are are part of the shalmitzibur. So we already discussed them. Okay, so those are the ones. Now, where we discuss that? We yeah. Okay, right, okay. So okay. their meila started Mishok okay. Tishu. Right. It's part of the general fund. It's coming from the base, it's coming from the temple yeah. funds because it's all of us have to bring these. Yeah. Okay? No. Okay. Now moving on to the showbread. This was the weekly showbread. Okay, Once it's been sanctified, it's mila. Karam bitanor, it's baked in the oven. Mm-hmm. You know, for, you know, darkened, the, the, the surface darkened. It prepares it to those stages. It's subject to the laws of Toma, because like we said, it's an ochel now. It's okay. finished. It's baked and edible. And number two, it's ready to be arranged on the table. You can't arrange it under the shulchan until it's baked. Okay. Karva b'zichin. Then, what ha- the next step is you bring the spoons of frankincense that are connected. It's part of its form of a mincha. And once those spoons are brought on, they burn them on the mizbeach. Chayav and alam mishum pikul because that means the breads were finished. Okay. And there's no longer the meal because, of course, at this point, mm-hmm. once you were brought the bezichim, burnt on the mizbeach, you can eat it. So this bread can be eaten by the kohanim, lost its din meila, and that's the story. Hamenachos, what about korbanos mincha? It's not talking about when the bread is ready it's when the kohanim are able to eat the, what, when does meila fall off? When the kohanim are allowed to eat it. Eat it. That's it's right. the same thing like the shleilechem. Right, exactly. It's a, the, 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 there's two steps. When it's royal achila, is when it's subject to the laws of tumah, and that's when you can get to the next pro- stage in the process. But when it's finished, 
that's when the me'ila will fall off because now it's allowed to be eaten by the kohanim, so it's no longer considered hegdish property. Okay. Hamidachos karbanos mincha ma'alim ba'em yishu The me'ila is, of course, immediate upon hegdish. Okay? Kod shibikli. Now I was makdish it, but I, have to, I put it in the vessel. That's the first step. Okshuli pasabatul yom amuchos kipurim uvalina. That's called the starting of the process. So the moment you put it in the vessel that's sanctified, that already starts the process. Lina kicks in. Um, uh, tumas, uh, the tumas kicks in. Karav, uh, 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 the high, high level tumas, because it's called, it um, will kick in on the tuma of Tulyom and Mechuzikpurim to make it possible. Karva comics. I did the kmitza. I brought, I took the kmitza and brought it on the mizbeach, burnt it. That means I brought the carbon to fruition. It's subject to pickle nose with tummy. Of course, the leftovers is not going to have a demila because that's the kohanim's breakfast, the pancakes. But the kmitza remains subject to demila because that part is still going on the mizbeach. The only time it'll go off is when it's taken out to the besadeshen. It's already um, ashes. That's fine. There's no demeaning anymore. Okay. That's the Mishnah. Itmar. So, we have over here uh, a question. Kemachlokes amurayim. Hanene me'efer tapuach shal gabi mizbeach. Somebody's coins on top of the mizbeach. And um, I'm not sure what you use ashes for. But let's say it's... Make soap. To make soap or whatever to clean his hands. And he goes up out there and he sees the ashes and then and he helps himself to some ashes, rubs it on his hands to uh, you know to clean his hands or whatever it is, or other things, or he takes some because uh, I think isn't ashes good for like stomach problems or whatever. Anyway, various reasons, he he benefited from those ashes. Following. Maybe yeah. for cleaning the teeth, but for... No, uh, no, this, I don't know. Anyway, he benefited from the ashes of the tapuach that's on the mizbeach. So it was not taken to the base edition yet, but it's ashes on top of the mizbeach. You following? You didn't remove that. There's the process. Normally, basically, the, the ashes are building up and building up on the mizbeach. as more every night they used to... No, every not every night. night. Not every, not every night. Morning. They used to Gone. keep a nice amount. Yeah. They always take a little bit of the trumas adesh and put it on the side of the mizbeach. But the ashes, the rest of the ashes, that would remain there until it was too overcrowded. And then they would go, go and have a special activity of otsas adesh. They would gather up all the ashes or a bunch of it and take it out. What was it like done mm-hmm. first thing in the morning? The Truma Sadeshin was done first thing in the morning. Well, Truma was done only on an as-needed basis. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It was not a, re- not a daily activity. Is what? You let them go with the water. No, 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 no. No, 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 they were carried out. Where? They're, they're carried out to the base of Sreifa, the same place. It's the Makom Hatsas Adesh, and right outside the base of English here. Where you throw the Korbanos? Where, uh, where you burn the Korbanos of, uh, that are in Paramanusrafim and the Sirmanusrafim. That's where that was. Okay? So, what, we're, what, what the question is, I, I didn't yet do any of the other processes, but it's, but it's already ash on top of the Mizbeach. So, Rav Amar, Ein Molimbo. Rav says there's no meal anymore. No, there's still a din me'ila. 
Okay? Now, says the Gemara, explains the Gemara that they're talking about a specific time. Lifnei Trumas HaDeshen, before they did the daily Trumas HaDeshen, that's Kuliyama Lepligi Demolabo. Everybody would agree there's a Demila, because there's another mitzvah that has to be done with this ash, which is take the Trumas HaDeshen. Every morning, first thing, before any other activity, they would, they would a Kohen would have the job, used to be part of the race, would have the job to go take a small, sec, a small amount of ashes, elevate it and bring it down to the side of the Mizbech and place it next to the Mizbech. That's the process of Trumas HaDeshen. So until you do that, for sure all these ashes, no question about it, there's a Dimi'il on it, because there's a mitzvah that needs to be done for that. The question is, post Trumas HaDeshen, before I actually took it out to the to outside, the, the big, outside big, exactly. Okay. After all, the mitzvah's been done. You did the Trumas HaDeshen. Now it's just a matter of time till it's built up to carry it outside. So I could technically take it outside and, and put it outside already right now. So therefore, the mitzvah has been done and you can benefit from these ashes. The meal is off. Rabbi Yochanamar, no, Kivin Dixiv. Since the Pazuk says, you need the big dekuna after all, because there are special clothes that the Kohen must wear. Not the same clothes that the Kohen normally wears, but there are special clothes for the Hotzas HaDeshen. That means, there's a Kedusha that remains until you actually take it outside the base of Mikdash. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. The fact that there's, that's a proof that it retains its Kedusha status. Ah, so that's the Machlokas Rav and Rabbi Yochanan. That's clear. Okay. Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, white, black on white, that you are the meal remains until you take it out to the base addition. Now, who does that sound like? Kashyalarav. It sounds like Rabbi Yochanan. Because until it's taken out, it still retains its din meila. And Rav is saying, no, even on the Mizbech, it lost its status on meila. They're talking about the ashes? Ashes, correct. They, they preserve uh, some kind of dushen, even though you clean them? No, listen. No, no, no. No, no, no. We're talking about Mahile. Uh, Law means there's an issue to benefit from what property of Hegdish. Okay? The question is, when does that din fall off? When is it finished? When it, once you did the mitzvah and it's over, so then there's no longer any mila. So there's a machlokas. According to Rav, as soon as I did Trumas Hadeshen, where I took a section of it and put it on the side of the Mizbeach, then it's ready no longer any Mi'ila on the ashes that's still on the Mizbeach. According to Rabbi Yochanan, since it requires clothes, special clothes, that, Kohen, that the coin must wear to carry it outside the base of Mikdash, until he carries it out, it still remains full-fledged Kedusha, and you cannot benefit. Only once it's carried outside the base of Mikdash, that's where you can benefit from it. And you mentioned like a few days ago that uh, it can be used as fertilizer. Exactly, or... right? Exactly. It has a value. Okay. Amar yeah. Rav. So Rav says, what does it mean? Till it's ready to be taken out to the base of Deshen. It does not have to actually be taken out. Ah. Comes along the bar, a question. Meisve, I have a question. Okay, anything that falls off the mizbeach, a coal, pops off the altar. When you have a fire sometimes and there's embers and things like that, 
uh, it can cause sometimes if there's right sometimes uh, uh, the fire a spark jumps up a piece right and not only a spark a, a piece it bursts off and it can pop off the mizbech something like that can happen yeah right exactly so you don't bring it up back on the mizbech okay that's any food item a piece of meat or whatever that a bone popped okay. off okay lo yachsir also a coal that also popped off the Mizbech. You don't bring it back. What does that tell you? But if it pops off away from the fire on the Mizbech, you put it back. You understand? If it fall, if it pops all the way off onto the floor of the Azara, no, leave it, you can, you know, it's, it's done. But if it moved away from the fire on top of the but landed somewhere aside of the fire yeah so you put it back to the fire okay now according to Rabbi Yochanan that works very nicely but according to Rav why would I put it back it's, it's finished yeah ashes a bit yeah so why would I need to put it back that's the deal Okay. will tell you a coal is different because a coal has solidity to it it's not like ash that's just you know lost its whole form it has some exactly it could burn more so that's why you still put it back what we when he was talking about is benefiting from ash that's completely burnt but a, a coal or something that has some solidity to it a substance of course, must be put back. Okay. okay. That's version A of the question, and Rav's uh, on Rav, and Rav's answer. Ika da Amr lalachisa. The others ask the question the opposite way. Taima mishum gacheles is pe mashasha. The argument is, is that, wait a second, a gacheles must be brought, that's on the Mizbech, must be brought back, must be because it has some substance to it. Ha efer, if it was just ash, the last be mashasha that does not have substance, I feel Even if it's still up on the Mizbech, there's no Dimil on it. But you don't have to put it back. So, according to Rav, that fits. But according to Rav Yochanan, it's a question. So, others look at this not as a question on Rav, but as a question on Rav Yochanan. Rav Yochanan will tell you what in the Eifer. Not true. We could be talking about ashes as well. So, why do we talk about a cold? But, but why talk about a coal if you, the Kiddush is even bigger? Even ashes must so be what? returned when it's on the Mizbech back to the Mizbech. Aha! Even a coal which still has substance to it, when it comes off the Mizbech in its entirety, it does not need to be returned to the Mizbech. That's the Kiddush that it's coming to tell you. Even though it has substance. Okay? And the Kiddush is to tell you that case. So the bottom line is, really everything must be put back on the Mizbech. If it goes away, if it like flies off, you have to put it back into the same, in this section. Okay, and you cannot benefit from it. Okay. Moving on to the next Machlokas. Itmar. Hanenam ibsar kochim Somebody has be- pleasure, benefit, from the flesh of kochim mm-hmm. before this rikas dam. So he wasn't even done, the Zerika was not done yet. Ve'imurei kachim kalim, le'achar Zerikistam. Or the imurim of kachim kalim, after the Zerikistam. So what, where, how do you pay this 
to the base of Mikdash. Okay? So Rav Amar, He says, whatever pleasure amount you can get, the dollar amount, should you win, you donate it, basically. That's the question. You give that money to basically gift offerings for the base of Mikdash. Okay? Because uh, you you need to pay. There's a there's an obligation that you have to pay to Hegdish. Well, we to what to which section of Hegdish should it go? He says it goes to Nedava. That's Shitas Rav. No, you don't just bring it as a Nedava, but rather you should bring something that's supposed to go up completely on the Mizbeach. Okay, that's Levi Shita. Okay. Um, basically, with the money you buy a carbon ola or something. Okay. Tanya kavasid levi. The brisa supports levi. Meila zulechen olechas. Where does this meila go? Those that study before the chachamim, which is really basically levi, say yavi davar shekula lemisbeach. He should bring something that's all lemisbeach, meaning. Not an Ola, okay? It explains. My Neo Kitores. Because that's something, even an Ola is not fully Lamazbeach, because an Ola, the hide, like the we explained, goes to the Kohanim. We want it fully. So if you bring Kitores, that's completely consumed. Okay. So the Nilavai is not a money, Ela, bringing a, a Korban. Not a Korban. Kitores, it sounds like. Okay? Okay. Um. Um, and uh, okay, okay, that's the story. Tanya Kavase de Rav. We do have a price of backing up Rav, okay, which is the other opinion. Somebody who benefits from money of a, that was set aside for a chatos, okay. Or money that was set aside for Asham. But he didn't yet bring his. So, in other words, let's say I set aside $100 for a khatas. And I'm it. This money is hukdash to buy a korban khatas. And meantime, I find the money and I said, oh, I need a haircut. And I take, you know, $10 okay. and I go get a haircut with that money. Now, with the rest of the money, subsequently, I bought. Um, I bought an animal. I bought a khatas. I bought an animal with the $90. Okay, and now I realize, oh my goodness, I benefited from the money that was set aside for that. So, so if it's before, if I didn't yet bring the chatas, it's not a problem. Then just add the money that you took away, and then bring the chatas. Okay, uh, meaning spend the the full amount that you that you took away. Okay. Apparently you have to would add on add the fifth, fifth as well. You add on the extra fifth, whatever. Okay. You took ten dollars. You can have to give that whatever. A twelve, put on twelve, twelve and, and a half. whatever. Twelve and a half, right? Twelve fifty, and that's what. And then and then and then with the money you buy a, an animal that's a chadas. Same thing. If you didn't bring the ashem, then you go ahead and bring your ashem. Karv chadaso. What if the chadas was already brought? So I can't. I can't. It's farfalin, right? Yeah. It's been spent already. I brought my chadas. There's no more chadas for me to bring. What do I do with the money? You just take it to the yamamelech and throw it in to be destroyed. Let it be destroyed in the yamamelech. Kfar karv 
What if the Asham was brought already? That's different, because this is a Moser Asham. As you know, the leftovers of a Korban Asham, there is something to do. And Yiplu the Nedava, it goes for a Nedava, which is basically Korbanos Ola. Somebody benefits from before this By the way, that's our case of the machlokas between Rav and Levi. Um, right? What you benefit should go l'nedava. Okay? Which is basically going like Rav's opinion. Okay? All karbonos that go up on the mizbeach, l'mizbeach goes on the mizbeach. If it's Karbonos of Kachim Bedekabayis, then the money should go to the Bedekabayis. Karbonos Tibur, if it was Karbon Tibur, the Nidvas Tibur should be going as a donation to the Tibur. Okay? So that is the quote that up until now supports supports Rav, because that's what he's saying, that it goes Linadam. Yep. Now, once we mention that, we're there's a bit of a difficulty in this quote. So how goof Didn't we just seem seemingly contradict ourselves? If you didn't bring the chatos, then you just add on the money and bring the chatos with the full money. And once you bring it, it got to be destroyed. It goes liyamamelach. Oktani, and then we said a different line that seemingly contradicts it. Kol which obviously a chatos is a carbon amizbeach. Lemizbeach, it goes lemizbeach. Is that um, veloshna right? Veloshna the ichbar bailim. Veloshna echad to lo ichbar. It sounds like it does not make any distinction whether you got your you brought the chadas or didn't bring the chadas. It's got to end up in the mizbeach and not the amamelach. So we have here a contradiction. Our first line seems to be saying that no, once you brought your chadas, there's nothing to be done. It just got to be destroyed. And the second line is saying no, it has to uh, it, it has to end up to the mizbeach somehow. So what's the difference? So the answer is, you're right. Reisha Reb Shimini, it's a machlokes, da'amar kol chatah shekipur ba'le'ah, Thomas, the Reisha is going like Reb Shimin, who says that any chatas that you got are your atonement, there is nothing but to do, but it got to die. They say for Rabbanan, and the Seif is going to the Rabbanan, who says that, no, it's not too late, and therefore, Karbanas HaMizbech does go to Mizbech, even though the Bible got a kapara, it doesn't matter because they say the only time the chatas dies is that when he when the actual chatas gets lost and you only found it after kapara. That's the only chatas mesa. But of course, Rabbi Shimon is of the opinion that there's five chatas that die. Anyway, that's the difference. And it, you're right. We're, there's two opinions over here. We'll continue with this tomorrow. Okay. <laughs>